So welcome back to a brand new podcast episode of Family Seasons by Coach Tia and with uh, my uh, co-host, Mr. Damian Dalcor. Welcome, Mr. Damian. Hey, Miss Tia. Thank you for that awesome welcome, and I'm glad to be back again. All right. So we'll get right on into it. We are we're closing out uh, this se- this series where we're talking about weathering the storm. And uh, the first topic was actually weathering the storm. The second one we dealt with uh, parenting on parenting in survival mode, and this uh, third and final is dealing with the aftermath. So uh, I'm really excited to just kind of hear what you have to say. We'll kind of you know discuss some things and hopefully just be a blessing to our listeners as we uh, prepare to move on, push reset, and uh, just kind of get things restarted in our lives. So uh, let's get right into it. Okay, well, that's uh, this is a definitely interesting topic to you. Uh, you know, the aftermath. You know, when I when I think about the aftermath, you know, uh, aftermath is the is a consequence of a situation. You know, often when it is very destructive and and, and painful, and you know, has brought some some anguish with with many. And, and you know, with this pan now, when I want to say the pandemic, but yeah, that has also contributed to the disaster that we just went through. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know, a lot of people are just kind of not knowing what to do. But I, I got a few guidelines, you know, to keep in mind when coping with a crisis. You know, I, I think the first one is let's just focus on what's important. You know, um, keeping keeping a sound mind. You know, trusting God um, and knowing that, like we talked about in our last uh, session, that, you know, it's not forever. You know, and I, I've been in a lot of homes, you know, doing, doing, doing this plumbing and I, I've seen a lot of uh, possessions ruined by the water. And I'm thinking, gosh, you know, some people are really hurt by these monetary things, mm-hmm. but they're, they're alive and healthy. You know, okay, you lost a little bit of stuff, but it wasn't nothing that couldn't be replaced. And my second one would be to find some support. You know, I think you and I can kind of piggyback on this a lot because you and I kind of bump heads sometimes. But, you know, we got a good support network when it comes together to giving our listeners what it is is necessary for, for you know, being better individuals and doing God's work. Right. You know, um, I, I think that's the uniqueness of you because actually you you and I kind of found each other by default. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I didn't ever think from a service call to your home that I would be supporting your talk show one day. Right. And, and you know, to, to God be the glory, you know, I just think it's it's unique because it leads me to my next step, which is to be able to process my feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think my message needs to be heard. And it's my, my message is dark. It's grim. But I think it might bring some light to those who may have experienced what I've been through or what has come right. with this with this aftermath. Mm-hmm. So I think if we take bits and pieces of our lives and, and we slowly dissect them, you know, we, we have to A, B, 
impeccable with our words, mm-hmm. you know, to, to speak with integrity and, and to say say only what we mean, you know, and, and to, you know, don't take it personally. You know, I think with this aftermath, a lot of people are under a lot of pressure, you know, and it goes back to my first point, focus on what's important. You know, in, in traffic, I see people driving fast in the rain and you know just a few weeks ago we had that hundred car pile up you know right no no nobody seems to care about what's important i i mean i never thought that i would be like looking at the news and seeing a 100 car pile up in, in that kind of weather you know you're right. thinking wow nobody was focusing on what was important which was safety so, and particularly in our area, because I've seen it, you know, you see it on television in other areas, but when you see it this close to home, I mean, literally, you live pretty close to that. So literally like in your own backyard, when you start seeing that, that lets us know there are some waking up that needs to happen. There's, there are some things that we need to, you know, get our focus on more than others that you're talking about, focusing on what's important. Right. That's about prioritizing, hey, hey. you know, what what's really important in your life when you when you're trying to deal with the aftermath and I know you've been through some very, you know, dark times and we'll talk about a couple of those, you know, if you, if you're okay with that, you know, as we Mm -hmm. go through this conversation, but, uh, so you're definitely one to, you know, to definitely be able to share things. And, and actually in our, in all of our lives, we've been through very dark times. I can just think of personal times when it looked like the sun would never shine in my life. And I mean, I mean, the sun just was not coming out. And I mean that in, in, in all aspects of that word. And so when we talk about how do we get back on track, how do we get back mm-hmm. on track? You know, let's prioritize. But first and foremost, let's let's acknowledge the fact that we are not good. We are not okay. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that you catch a lot of people, you know, including ourselves, because especially when we want to be strong or we're, you know, we're people are depending upon us. They're, they're relying upon us we don't always want to get to a place of just being vulnerable and open to say, Hey, I'm not good. I'm not okay. I am not okay right right now. After that storm the other day hit and we went through some things that we had never experienced before. I was not okay. And it took me days to not be okay. I couldn't stand for the lights to just flicker, you know, just the thought of what might happen. I was talking to someone the other day and they were saying how they'd gone through so much that, you know, you know, accidents, that they were beginning, they felt like they were dealing with PTSD, just of, of how it, it has affected their lives, their life. And so, how do we deal with the aftermath? How do we deal with, with what's really important? Uh, first of all, acknowledging it, to say, I need help. I need, right. I need help. And so, th- we're hoping that this conversation that you and I are having, that, you know, as you're listening, you will be open enough to just sit still and say, I need help. That's me. They're talking to me. Right. And, and you know, Tia, I, I think about the times when we were kids, how in the schools we used to have fire drills. But but as we got older, you know, they had less and less fire drills, you know. Uh-huh. And, and I think about, you know, managing the aftermath after the crisis. You know, you ask yourself, Am I prepared now? Mm-hmm. Was I was I prepared? Mm-hmm. You know, and from this day forward, I think in a better prepare, better preparation mm-hmm. for these things. I think it, it the aftermath can come physically, 
It could come mentally, spiritually. You know, it could come financially, as a lot of constraints have, as I've mentioned. Yeah, you're right, Damien. It took our food, it took our lights, it took our home, it took our possessions. So, you know, I think in the beginning, like I, I just opened my Bible in, in the book of Genesis, it's in the beginning, God. Hmm. So I think in the, in the beginning of all our days, in the beginning of anything, we need to find God. Right. At the beginning at the beginning of this pandemic, at the beginning of the next disaster, we need to find God at the beginning of it. I think finding our peace with God in the beginning will allow the ending to make a little bit more sense and also to help us determine whether or not were we really prepared. Hmm. And I think I think the answer could be yes because you started it with him. And I think anything that the Lord takes you to, you know, he going to bring you through. Without a doubt. So if he bring you to the storm, he going to he going to take you to it. So might as well just get ready to get wet. Exactly. And and, oh. and the promises when you start, you know, you're talking about the word of God, the, his promises is that how he'll never forsake us. He will right. never leave us. And then right. and I love when he talks about how I'll always provide a way of escape. So that means I don't care how bad the situation gets. God mm-hmm. says, I'll always provide a way out. And right. so when you're dealing with that aftermath, you're trying to find how do I get out of this? How do I how do I get back on track? And as you said, it starts right there, you know, with the word of God by saying, okay, in the beginning, <laughs> that was God. And mm-hmm. as a result, let me center my life in that place right now. And to be really be able to receive him. Because so many of us, we can read and we can study and we can hear it. But are we listening? Are we in a place of receiving God's presence? Are we in, are we, are we okay? And that's what I said, you know, just being able to say, I need help. And oh my God, when we cry out to him and say, Lord, I need you. Mm -hmm. That's true. When I say, I mean, mean, he hears us. I'm his child. He, He hears us. He knows us by name. That's true. And, and which brings me to my next point, which is to, you know, process your feelings. Right. And, right. and you might say, well, Damien, well, you know, what, what does that actually mean? Well, processing emotions is about learning to understand, make sense, and deal with emotions in a healthy, productive way. I mean, if you are prone to emotional and uh, emotional outbursts, you know, you find yourself being swamped by difficult emotions. Right. But, you know, and, and you wait until the intensity subsides, then you try to reflect on what you felt. But, you know, that's where feelings and lo- emotions and logic come together. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people let their feelings overrule their intellect. But what you got to understand is feelings change, logic doesn't. So one plus one is two. So if you feel like it's anything else, then you're wrong. And a lot of people's thought processes are inspired by their feelings. Right. And, and, you know, you hear people talking about, oh, I got a good heart. Well, in the Bible, the heart is the most deceitful of all things. So so nobody has a good heart. So, you know, it, it's better sometimes to keep those feelings out of it. 
because feelings change. But it's natural. Yeah. And what, let me just let me yeah. say this: it's natural. It's natural to right. to because right. the feelings are there, and you always right. cannot mask them. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. A lot of right. people will mask their feelings, and then mm-hmm. one day they explode. Mm-hmm. So right. You got you. And, and, you have, and that goes back to that balance thing. You have to know, you know, balance for yourself. What's what's good for you? You can't let your feelings, you know, overrule you, or you can't let your feelings lead. Because as you say it, you know, if it does, then you're in trouble. You have to stick with logic, but it takes balance. So, because I mean, we're God created us with this thing. He created us with these feelings, and you know, we get emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, women, you know, and not just women, but people in general. You know, we have oh, our emotions, yeah. and so. But we can't right. leave with those things because if we leave with them, then then oftentimes we will, you know, we'll get in trouble. Um, and, and that is and that is true. And that too is a characteristic that we have to develop. You know, it's right. not something that you go and you pick up at the corner store, or you, you 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 unwrap and suck on it for a little while like a cough drop. You know, you have to de- you have to focus and process certain things to know, hey. Let me let me think before I speak. Right. You know, because that tongue can can say things and they cut. Exactly. Some people say it. Some people are like, oh, I don't understand this network. Just think about squeezing out that tube of toothpaste and then I tell you to put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's just kind of hard to do. It's already out. But it's out. It's kind of like that tongue. It's it's gonna cut, and you can't take it back. So you do. You know, we have to process things because these type of disasters and aftermath bring about a, a certain place of feelings. Exactly. Our emotions are, you know, I mean, that adrenaline, that those things, that's what kicks in so often. And, and so you're not always making the best choice. You know, we, we've heard people, you know, that, that try to stay warm because, the, you know, the houses were freezing. And so maybe they use a, a, a something that was not the brightest idea and it created other issues. But the first thought was to just stay warm, you know what I mean? And that's what we talk about. You mm-hmm. can't let your emotions or feelings or what have you take over. You have to be able to balance that thing. And so it goes back to sitting in the presence of God and, and just saying, okay, God, show me. And I, this is what I, I say this on a regular basis. This is what helps me reset my life as often as I need to reset mm-hmm. it. It's to say, okay, God, I messed up. Now, I will tell you this. Sometimes... And I, I learned this a few years ago. Sometimes you, when you ask for forgiveness from someone, they may not receive that or they may not say anything. And, and I understand that it's not for them. Sometimes that forgiveness is for you. It's, it's, it's for you to, to say it, to verbalize it, to feel it, to receive it, to accept it so that you can move forward. Because why? You're trying to reset your life. You're trying to get back on track. And so you have to forgive people that sometimes may not ever you know, receive it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's a thing where it your peace is more important. And so we're talking about yeah. these things because I, I know personally, I walk through this on a regular basis. I, I, I practice being a better person every day. I can I can immediately, when I, I can say something and it's not right and God has said, you should not have said that. You should not have done that. And I'm learning to go back and to assess that whole thing and say okay this is where I fell short and you know you mm-hmm. and I we, we personally had an issue you know even with us you know doing the podcast we had you know we, we had a, a, a breakup or, or, or issue just just craziness but thank God that within time when we were able to 
come back together and to stay on purpose, to stay on point with what was most important, which is sharing these thoughts and ideas that God blesses us with, with our listeners. Exactly. You know, and what's funny about it, you know, some people would take what you tell them and they would turn around and use it against you. Of course. You know, again, again, you know, you have to process your feelings. My, what I went through in life, there's nothing no one can potentially use against me when I told you that. Right. You know? I grew up in it. So it, it takes me to the next point I have, which is, you know, take taking care of yourself. Right. You know, um, but but you know what I mean, if you, yeah. if, if you will, let's, go let's go back to that thing about about the feeling situation, because you have to get to a place. This is so important because some people get stuck here and we, we, we trying to get past being stuck when you're talking about resetting, when you're talking about moving forward. You know, you say, well, some people can see, you know, things that you told them, they can use that against you. But you have to get to a point where if you're not letting your feelings lead you, then it's not going to affect you as hard. Or you're not going to take it as personal. You know, it's it's like trust to you. Right. You know, people talk about, oh, I got trust issues. But, you know, in the Bible, you don't need to trust man no way because, you know, he's going to fail. At some point. So at some point. So why put your faith in, you know? Just trust, just trust God. See, you wouldn't have no trust issues if, if you was trusting the if you know if you was trusting the right person, which is God. You know, I don't trust nobody. I trust God. That's it. And, and, and man will fail, right? When you think he needs you, a lot of people were let down through, through this disaster. They were let down because you know what? They trusted all the wrong people. They trust the wrong people. And, and, and they trust the wrong people. You, you know what? And it sets up a set of bitterness for people like myself because I've learned just to do for myself. If, if I was hungry, if I was cold, if if my life was out, you know what? I would just deal with it. Right. You know? And that, I, I wouldn't go ask that, nobody. Go on. Sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't go ask nobody for no help, you know, because right. it's not something that you should have to go ask for. Well, actually, you know you what? Know? But it depends. Because, you know, this is where we, we differ in that because this is what I believe. If you need help, I believe you ought to ask for it. Sometimes people allow pride to stand so strong in their way that they die of hunger or they die of something simple and all they needed was $5 mm-hmm. to feed their kids. Well, uh, well, you know what I mean? If that's the case, uh-huh. I mean, how many people How many people get passed up on the side of the road every day and, and, and people just look at them like, oh, I don't owe you nothing, but why are they out there? But it depends. You know, that's all, you know, but I mm-hmm. will say for mm-hmm. our listeners, for those that are listening, because you know, sometimes people on the side of the road, you know, they they're they're honest or not. I don't know, but I do know this much that when you need help, if you're listening, you need help. Reach out for that help because I trust I, I trust in God, but I also trust that God brings people into my life. Now, am I relying upon those people to come through every time? No, I don't put that much responsibility on anyone. You know what I mean? I I, I don't. And as a single mom, I and I've been a single mom for almost 16 years, so. You know, I thank God I've been able to hold it down, but I've also created a village so that at certain times when I need certain people, I can call on them. Now, if they cannot come through, then they just can't come through. You know what I mean? But by the same token, I cannot live this life by myself and I don't want to. I don't want to live a lonely life. Why? Because if I trust God, he's going to send the right people in my life that will be a blessing to me. And that's what I believe. And so that's what, you know, I say in this dealing with the aftermath, you've got to come to a point. This is just, this is my suggestion is that get into a place that if you need help, ask for it and then be prepared to receive it. Now, if you choose not to, if you choose to reject it, then that's a choice that you make. You know, we all have that, you know, we have that, that choice. We can do that. 
but when help comes, receive it. And so that's, you know, when we talk about that, you talk about finding support. Finding support means to me building my village, that I have some people that I can call for certain things. As I said, they, they're not going to always come through because God wants us trusting him more than anything. But there are some people that I can call and maybe if this one can't come through, somebody else might. And so I kind of, you know, just kind of do that thing. It helps me because I can't do it all by myself. I'm one. I try to do it by myself, but I can't. So I learned a while back to ask God for what I need. Ask God to send the right people into my life that could help me. We're not perfect. None of us are perfect. And we say things, we all have issues, we all have pressure, we're all dealing with, with, with stuff. But we still need to be able to interact with people. I love being able to interact with people, talking to people, uh, helping people, and uh, as they help me. And so this podcast not only is a blessing, hopefully, to others, but it's a blessing to me. As I say with you and I, I believe that God brought us together so that we can be a blessing to one another. So that we can feed off of that. Now, am I sitting here expecting you to be my savior? No. You know, I know that there are limitations and that's it. But I still hope that there's something about my life that can be a blessing to you and vice versa. Because what what can we tell the people if we don't believe it ourselves? You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so I, I, I don't, it's not that I trust in man, but I trust God. And I know as a result, God will bring the right people into my life. How do I know it? Because he does it. It can be a complete stranger, but he, he, he'll never leave me. He'll never fail. And so as we're talking about dealing with the aftermath, how do we deal with the aftermath? Yeah. All right, like I say, you know, uh, you know, wish I my next point was taking care of yourself, yeah. which, which, which is subjective, and it's not an obligation, and it's it's only something you can define for yourself. Right. It, it, it's about making choices with your physical, uh, you know, your emotional and your spiritual well-being in mind. Right. Knowing and knowing that sometimes you you need to sacrifice one to honor another. Right. And when I say sacrifice. Sacrifice is giving up what you want so others can have what they need. Right. And that, that's what sacrifice to me is. You know, so it, it's, it's it, it, like I said, it's subjective. Mm-hmm. So, you know, only you know what's going to, what's best for you. Right. But you do have to uh, definitely take care of yourself. That's something, you know, that goes back to just making yourself a priority. And there's no way in the world many of us would not would have been able to come through what we went through. Uh, last week through the winter storm or the pandemic or life itself had it not been for us spending some form of time working on us you know whether that's like you said whether that's mentally physically spiritually actually in all forms because I just think about you know just seeing some parents have to you know, do you know do do some things that uh, that maybe we're, we're not as comfortable, such as you know walk into the store and, and you know when it's you know three degrees outside and, and such. Well, that takes some physical you know that takes some physical capabilities, and so being in the, in the best shape that you can be in in order to do things like that when these storms hit, because trust me, all sorts of storms will come into your life one way or the other. So, uh, taking care of yourself is huge. Being able to spend quality time with God, building a prayer mm-hmm. life. All of that is right. about taking care of yourself, for sure. Right. And, and my final point is be patient with yourself. Right. 
you know, being patient with ourselves is is being conscious of our humanity. And remember, none of us is perfect. Right. You know, patient patience means embracing ourselves with self acceptance and choosing to focus on progress rather than perfection. It means giving ourselves compassion rather than it withholding it. So it, it's, it, you know, some people say, oh, this compassion and compromise. You know, Jesus didn't compromise with, with nobody, but he was very compassionate. Right. You know, so there there has to be that compassion with us to to say, okay, you know, even if this person don't understand me, I'm going to still love this person regardless because that's just what, that's what Jesus would do. Right. And I'm a job and, and you know, understand people, right? We can't we, we can't understand everyone. That's not our job. We we don't have the time to do that. You can't understand right. everybody that comes and, into and, your life, and, you know? And, and it, right. And it's like Second Timothy 4 and 2. It says, you know, preach the word and be prepared in season and That's out of season. That's right. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience mm-hmm. and careful instruction. That's it. So so you got to be prepared. In season and out of season. You know, so correct, rebuke, and encourage. Right. And that's what and that's what we doing right here, right right now. Exactly. We we just trying to correct, rebuke, and encourage. So that we you know what we've been through. Right. So so we can look back. But just like the rear view mirror in our car, it's not for us to look back constantly. It's just to remind us of where we've been and what 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 what's behind us. Right. You know, what's on the side of us. But, you know, even if it fall down, we, we don't need that rearview mirror, really. Right. We got a head. Because in reality, most of us turn that head anyway and look back there before we we turn we get over anyway. Because we don't trust that mirror. Exactly. You know? So, there's many ways of, of getting, of dealing with this aftermath. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know... That aftermath, it just, it does have a negative connotation, right? I- implying a proceeding of catastrophe. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's like I said, it's a consequence of a situation, often one that was destructive. Mm-hmm. So, like getting past it, dealing with it, and I and I think that's the key word, dealing, right? With it. Because we didn't have no other choice. We had, some people had to deal with it. Sleeping in the car, sleeping in the cold, sleeping in the cold, wet house, no food, no electricity. Man, they actually dealt with it. Because today the light's back on. Now, I never thought I'd see a Walmart empty. Especially in the meat, in the meat aisle. It was empty. I heard, yeah, I heard. <laughs> so, yeah. so I've, I've now seen that folks can come and, and, and go through a store <laughs> like it ain't nothing. <laughs> I think we, we saw that yeah. even in the pandemic. They're like, wow, where is everything? Right, so, right. You know, <laughs> you know it, it's, it, it, it's one thing to, to go through the pandemic and be like, oh, let's go take all the toilet paper. <laughs> it's another thing to be like, man, we finna be, we finna be in the snow and the whole snow is gone. Wow. Everything edible. So, Toilet paper, okay. But now everything is gone. Wow. I'm talking about bare minimal. I heard, yeah. So, I, I heard about that. It was 
It was pretty dire. I know when I got ready to order groceries for next right. year or so, it's like, so, whoa, there's nothing. So, 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 <laughs> yeah. so this is this is this is this is what I want to say. I didn't really want to have to worry about the meat because I had plenty of meat already in the freezer. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about no toilet paper because I already had bought me a, a, a few bundles before. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to being prepared. And when you prepare it, you could better deal with it. Right. You know, so there's a lot of people that had money. And, and, and they, they, they electricity didn't go out. And, and they power didn't go out. But they was right in the middle of this with the rest of right. us. They, and you know what, Tia? They had to deal we with it. We have to deal with it. And you know, you have to gird up. And do what needs to be done so that you can make it a better day tomorrow. And that's just, you know, if there's anything that I think we learn from this is that we have to deal with it. And that's why we talk about dealing with the aftermath. Because if you decide that you're dealing with me is a verb and that's an action verb, that means you're going to take action. That means you're going to do something about it. If you don't, then that means you're just going to stay stuck. And staying stuck is not an option. If you need to reset, if you need to, you know, start over, whatever you need to do, then do that because it's necessary. How do you do it? You do it through prayer. You focus on what's important, prioritizing your life, uh, finding support. Like I said, I cannot stress that enough. Finding support. Does that mean that people are going to always be there for you? No, 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 no. But that means that God will always provide somebody for you. And then, you know, uh, what is the processing your feelings? taking care of yourself and uh once again praying (laughs) that's huge that is so important you know i would say that you know as we close out this uh this podcast season uh this is season the end of season five as we pop uh, you know in this this particular um series that i my hope and desire is that as you're listening you will be encouraged to keep going that you will find the encouragement to to not quit. And I'll say this, because how do I know it's not based on something that I heard or something I read, but it's based upon what I have learned and lived in life, that God will send you what you need. God will send you the people that you need. He will do it. He will not fail you. He, you know, here we are right here being able to share something and, you know, with people that are all across the world. God knew yeah. that if you're listening, you needed to hear this word. And so as we prepare to close out, you know, in prayer and, you know, we'll be back next season. We're excited about, you know, we have brand new topics. We have, uh, we're just excited. We can't wait to see what God is going to do, but we're praying that right now, as you receive this word tonight, you know, just as we are, that, uh, you will just, that you, you'll make a decision to keep going. And I, I'm just, you know, as I feel this thing, so you know, so strongly that try it again. Try it again. Hang in there. Don't quit. And be receptive of the love that's going to come into your life. Don't reject it. it. Sometimes we reject it because it feels different or it sounds different or it's not you know, what we're used to. It's not like we thought it was going to be. But if you pray and you open your mouth and ask God to send you that thing, God is going to send it to you. How do I know? Because I know. I know because I'm living that life right now. And we both are. I believe that we both are. God will send you what you need. I needed a plumber that day. But little did I know that God had a whole other plan. And so as a result, 
you know, me and Mr. Dalcor, we have, uh, I believe that God has definitely put us together so that we can continue to share this message of hope for people uh, that are going through, not because our lives are perfect, but because we make a decision every day to keep going. Any final thoughts? Right. No, Tia, I think, you know what, we, we, we nailed it again. And I think, you know, I, I, I think we got a, a good array of listeners that have a lot to digest. Well, for this final uh, podcast, I will, um, I'll actually pray. I'll pray us out tonight. Okay. All right. Dear God, we thank you today. Father, we thank you for those that are listening. We thank you for the hearts that are just open right now. God, so many are listening and needing answers and direction and guidance. And we're praying that we have spoken words that you have given us that will make all the difference in the world. God, we're praying right now that you will just reset the lives of those that want to start over, that need to start over. Right now, today is the day. We thank you, God, for your grace and mercy. We thank you, God, for touching those lives that are just still dealing with the ramifications of the storm from last week and uh, the pandemic and all those things that may come up in our lives. We pray, God, that you would give us all peace and give us those things that we need. We're looking forward to serving your people this season, next season, and just continuously. So for those that are listening, just know and be inspired that God hears you and he will deliver once again. For us in your name, we pray. Thank you, God, and amen. Amen.